Uh, and by the way, could you believe, and I, wasn't this the line of the century that I had and I forgot to say it before? I experienced something today. How many how many um, meters are we from Harabayat right now? You guys must know this. How many meters are we from Harabayat right now? It's not part of the PR package. <laughs> we got to make it part of it. I think it's a big, I think it's a big plus if you ask me. What are we? Three hundred meters away. In Yerushalayim, we say a stone throw away. You'd be right in this case, in more ways than one. Um, right, a stone's throw away. I guarantee you that in the days of the Holy Temple, nobody enjoyed. A Fanta orange soda, a stone's throw away from our mind like I just did. I guarantee, am I right? I guarantee you. So a big thank you to my friends at Ace for providing it. We have two guests with us. Rabbi David Rossman is director of the Yeshiva here. Rabbi Yossi Freeman is COO of Asha Torah. Welcome to both of you, and thank you both for welcoming us here. You bet it's our pleasure. And uh, as you mentioned before, Steve Berg is not here. Roy Berg uh, would have loved to be here. Oh, he would have loved to have been here for this. I'll tell you that much. So sure, he didn't even have to miss the Super Bowl <laughs> over this one. Um, but in his place, you know, we'll, uh, we, we welcomed you uh, as he would. Well, you've welcomed us with open arms, and it's greatly appreciated. So many people, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, have seen your yeshiva from that vantage point. Today we see Harabayat and the Kotal Amaravi, the Western Wall, from this vantage point what you get to see every single day it must be and i know that you know it's very clicheish but nonetheless worth pointing out it must be pretty remarkable coming to this every single day it is and uh you, you know you live it a little bit through the eyes of the people that you bring here you know uh, you join right. Eshatora, and you become the coolest guy in the world, you know, being this close to Harabais, but it really is this close. And I mentioned uh, to some of you guys before that uh, Rav Noah Weinberg used to say, you know, when people asked him, you know, how did you get a office that overlooks the Western Wall? He said, well, it's actually quite simple. Just create an organization that cares for every Jewish soul, and God arranges you an office to overlook the uh, the Western Wall. Well, they did a good job on this one, that's for sure. And it is about 40 years, right? We it's were, about 40 we, years that they're here. They started off an apartment in the old city. Right. Then the, the building was built in the early 90s, and then about eight years ago, almost, we moved into this uh, this new facility. And you know what's funny? It seems every time I hear any news, there's always more news, more things being built, more projects being undertaken. Rabbi, what do you say? Things are rolling here. <laughs> they <laughs> certainly are. There's, there's always something new that's happening. Yeah. Today I was told that there's actually a museum that's being built inside the building. Yeah, over the next, uh, next year, hopefully, they plan to start. It's going to be a three-story museum. Wow. Um, High-tech, touch, modern about the history of the Jewish people and the impact the Jewish people had on, on the world. And they hope that all the visitors of the Kotel will end up coming through this beautiful building and be inspired. It's important to mention, Achim, that even if the, the, the museum is not open, but you yourself got a little bit of a preview this morning, and we welcome everybody who would like to come get that same preview. Yeah, look, this is, uh, you know, this is just remarkable. And, and we, ha we haven't even mentioned all the Israeli flags that are flying all around us, the Jewish pride, the Israeli pride. The, 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 it's, just, it's, it's one big collective. And I must say, and I noticed this earlier when I saw a variety of groups walking through this area, Thank God it's Jews and non-Jews alike who really appreciate it. You, you really see the world here. You don't just see a part of the Jewish world or the Jewish world. You see the world gather in this place. Yeah, and it's, it's very important also because the world needs to see the, the impact that the Jewish people yep. have had on the world and the history that we've gone through. The world should see it. You know, we're just a small percentage. You know, so uh, we, definitely, we definitely experience that and uh, welcome everybody. 
All right. I'm sorry, Rabbi. Yeah, Rav Noach used to say that being blessed with such a building makes that it's not Aisha Torah's building. It's uh, the Jewish people's building. It's really Kalal Yisrael's building. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I mean, we're waiting for Kalal Yisrael's real building, yeah. <laughs> which will hopefully be right behind us soon. Uh, not, not funny. You know, we, we do wait and wait anxiously, and Jews around the world wait very anxiously every single day. But till then, this is quite a remarkable building for Claudius Yisrael. Right, you know why we're here? Uh, we're here because um, uh, there are some very, there's some really amazing people in Brooklyn, New York, uh, led by Mr. Abe Banda, who felt it was important that we bring our Jewish Unity Initiative to Israel, and do so before Purim, before Pesach. We of course had a very successful event in Paris. It was a little strange that we concentrated so much on the diaspora and didn't come to Israel after Sukkot when things started getting a little tense over here in Israel. And we are here today to emphasize the positive. We're going to celebrate. We have instruments, and we have, uh, on this Rosh Chodesh, Adar Aleph. We have musicians. We have a great singer coming. Because the Jewish Unity Initiative really is to emphasize the positive experience of being Jewish. But we know, just like we were at Chariafo, and we're going to get to some of those interviews soon, we were at Chariafo earlier in the day, and that has become a place where people have heard in the news that incidents have occurred. We also know that Eishat Torah suffered a terrible loss. Six weeks ago, according to the notes that were handed me, this Friday is six weeks since Rabbi Ruvain Burmacher was murdered in the Old City, I assume, right? It was a stabbing in the Old City? Yeah. It's right outside Chariafa. Right outside Chariafa, where we were earlier. He finished giving shir at 1245 a.m. And he was simply... P.M. P.M., sorry. And he was walking in the afternoon outside of Chariafa? 25 minutes later on his way home. Where we were, it, it could have been right in that area. Um, we did not know until this terrible episode that there was a Spanish program in Aisha Torah. Um, I assume, and again, I guess it sounds silly, you know, because uh, what else could it be? But I assume you're attracting st- Spanish-speaking students from around the world who need their own direction yeah, from have, different uh, events. We have a program with students from Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, uh, Costa Rica that come to learn in the yeshiva. Um, ironically, the day that Rebiermacher was murdered... We were supposed to have 150 students from Argentina, that, where Biermacher was from. And they were nervous that they would cancel the trip because of what's going on. And every single one of the students came, anyway, to come learn in Yeshiva, to, to learn at Aish, to experience what's going on over here. And, uh, yeah, it's a very strong program. Talmudim them learning throughout the year, small, small trips, very, very powerful. Now, uh, you know, unfortunately that if we went ahead and dedicated a good amount of time each day to every fund that has been established to help orphans that have been left because of stabbings recently, unfortunately we would be able to spend a lot of time on that. In this case, and, and I'm not saying we shouldn't or that we don't, when opportunities present themselves, we do. In this case, our Biermacher left a family, correct? Seven children. Seven children. There is a fund available. Explain to our audience how they can participate to help this very special family. Okay. Um, one of our students, actually, in the postgraduate uh, program, started a website called CauseMatch.com. CauseMatch? CauseMatch, one word. CauseMatch.com, which is a, a fundraising platform. And he donated all the services, all the time, et cetera, for the, for the program. And to this day, I think as of this morning, we've already raised uh, $400,000 uh, for the family to help with their many, 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 many needs. And that continues. And that's still going, yeah. Causematch.com. <coughs> you could help the Biermacher family uh, and the seven children who are left 
And everything we heard and read about him was so special. And you, you knew him, so it must be, you know, like, I mean, you could probably speak for hours about yeah. him. But everything we heard about him. And, and you want to know something else? It, it seems that, that his story is duplicated in so many wonderful yeshivot in Israel. There's so many great rabbeim out there, so many wonderful people who are guiding students, whether from Spain or Spanish-speaking countries or so many other countries around the world, and who are giving their attention and raising wonderful families. I like to say, and again, the word like in quotation marks, or I should say I often say, that the enemy seems to be getting the best of our people. We see who, just in the last couple of weeks, the people we've lost. And here again, in this case, right, Biermacher is a perfect example. You know, uh, Rabbi Rossman can tell you that, uh, unfortunately, there are many, we call them the hidden treasures of Jerusalem. Right. There are so many people that are just teaching students who are coming to be inspired. And unfortunately, we only hear about some of them when tragedies like this take place. But Rabbi Rossman, running the Bismarck, can tell you that whether it's the French program or the Spanish program or the English-speaking program, they have so many of these hidden treasures around, and uh, Rabbi Biermacher was one of them for sure. So what is Aish? How many students from where? What kind of programs? What do they do all day? Well, what is Aish? So we have a whole... Ra- whole wide range of programs. As you heard, there's a Spanish program and a French program where they're learning all day long. Are there hundreds, hundreds of students here every day? Yeah, we have a couple hundred students. Every day. Every is there a dormitory? Day. A few dormitories. Uh, packed. Actually, Dispersed throughout the old city? Yeah, pretty close right here. That's one of the there's a lot more going on here than we think, and we think there's a lot going on, and there's and a lot more going on. I should on. even point out here we have a seminary. Uh, you know, we, there, isn't, there almost isn't a seminary or yeshiva that is not touched by age programming throughout the year because there's, there's treasures to be had from Revolution. Well, where is this group from? Well, can ask them. Where is this group from? Where? Chedvas Beis Yaakov. Chedvas Beis Yaakov. I assume that's in Yerushalayim? Chedvas Beis Yaakov, which I'm visiting Aish today. Right, you're in Discovery today? Yeah. Very nice. So yeah. full, full day programs for every yeshiva and seminary of students that are studying here for the year. Um, and this is the downtime of the year. In the summer, the summer January, we have thousands of students right. coming to Birthright. And Do you still have, well, it's funny you mentioned Birthright, is it still conceivable that somebody shows up in Israel for the first time in their lives and 24 hours later walks into Aish and just, you know, takes in a few weeks of Torah education here? Yes. That still happens. Still happens. Uh, and it's not a myth, and it's not one of these stories, and it's not one no. of these and actually that's tall a, tales. And it's on entry level, meaning where you walked in today <laughs> to the building, yeah. all day, every day, classes going on. Students end up in a class, and their lives change from there. That must be cool. We talk, we talk about being here in front of this site. It must be amazing watching people just walk in and say, hey, I'm thirsty for some Judaism. Could you guys provide me? Well, they say three things, location, location, <laughs> location, and, yeah. and that's how students make it here and uh, become transformed. For that reason, is Shabbos extra special here? Will you meet a lot of people on Shabbos who are visiting on Friday night or Shabbos day if, you know, during their yeah, time? Yeah, we, yeah, Shabbos is incredible here. Uh, we pick people up from the cultural sometimes, not as much as it used to be. Most right. of the p- students are in programs already, uh, but many, many trips spend their Friday night dinners in, in the banquet hall downstairs and uh, hear classes from Ish Torah. Right, and but recently a Hasidish family told me they made it from Friday night at the Kotel into Aish, and they said they became Bali Tshuva. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I like that. Uh, right, David Rossman is director of the yeshiva here, Rabbi Yossi Friedman is COO of Aish Torah, and this is one remarkable place. Um, we mentioned Rabbi Ruben Biermacher. He was murdered six weeks ago, one of the stabbing victims of this... Uh, year 5776, which has seen some horrific episodes, as we know. We are not concentrating on those today, but we're acknowledging them because we want people to know that we're here with a Jewish Unity Initiative to remind everybody about the care and concern that we have to have for our brothers and sisters when they're in a situation like this. And we're encouraging everybody to come and visit Yerushalayim and visit Israel. 
wherever you wish. And uh, knowing that Rabbi Biermacher was a Rebbe in the Spanish program, uh, that might, uh, and touching students from around the world, Spanish-speaking world, it might entice you to support his family through the special fund that's been set up. And that fund, again, is? Causematch.com. Causematch.com. And that's slash H Rabbi. Slash H Rabbi. Right, and you can find it on Causematch, and uh, you can donate through H.com as well. And uh, the fund, again, has been set up. I should mention, Nachum, that next Thursday we have a little boy, a teenager from Teaneck, who when he heard about this, he went, Restaurant to restaurant and store to store in New, New Year's Eve, and raising money, raising money for the for the family. He's coming. We're giving him the VIP tour of Asia, introducing him actually to the Spanish program. Just him is uh, Yoni Levy from from Tina, thirteen year old, thirteen year old who took that type of responsibility. Got to teach him a couple of sentences in Spanish to uh, <laughs> to say to the crowd. That's one wonderful. is one is money. That is <laughs> Well, look, at least the community's responded. The, the Biermacher family is, from what we've seen and read, uh, another one of those special Jewish families. At least the community worldwide has responded, thank God. A little silver lining in a terrible situation. Um, who, who has taken over I Biermacher's position? I assume there are others who deal with Spanish-speaking students. Yeah, we have, yeah. Few, we have uh, like five, six Rebbeim right. in, in part of the program. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. You and your staff have been amazing to us so far. It's an incredible visit, a wonderful place to start uh, celebrating Jewish life here in Israel during our Jewish Unity Initiative and uh, continued success here with Aish. Thank you, Nachum. Rabbi David Rossman, Rabbi Yossi Friedman, wonderful to meet them in this forum here at JM in the AM.